How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The sun is shining. The temperatures are rising. And I'm anxious to hear what you have to say about what's going on in sports, both locally and nationally. And this is what we do every Saturday from 11 to 1. It's 412 412- 928-9370, you can call that. It's also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Our Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township, or visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. My show is brought to you by PNC Bank. We like to thank them every week, PNC Bank. Make today the day. Also, number one Cochrane shop with Expressway at cochrane.com. I want to thank Joel Nelson for getting everything ready to go here. Joel, thank you. I know you've been here all morning. So you are one of the best in the business. I appreciate it. Anything good to talk about? I have a whole list. What would you like to start with? Great question. Um, Let's go with the NHL All-Star Game. Yeah, let's do that because I'm fired up about all these All-Star Games. And I want to hear what you have to say about it. We do this every year. It's like a ritual, but it's getting worse. Again, call 412-928-9370 if you have a tweet. It's at KD Pump. The NHL has a problem on its hands. And I thought this when they signed originally with ESPN. ESPN ignores the NHL at all costs. Viewership is down nationally 22%. There's a lot of reasons for that. Number one, I don't think they do a good enough job marketing their better players and people who should become household names like the NBA does. Uh, Number two, it's never on anywhere. I mean, if you want to go to streaming services, fine. And I'm sure ESPN was driven by that. It helps their product because it forces you to go to streaming, which a lot of people do already. I get it. But for some people, you can't find it, nor do you try extra hard to find it. Uh, also, I don't think there's enough promotion of rivalries. And I'm not talking about in division. I'm talking about bigger names that you want to see go head to head. You know what I mean? I don't know how you do it, but you got to figure out how Connor McDavid makes one trip to Eastern cities and that's it. I'm sorry. He's the man. And if you saw last night in this shooting accuracy situation, um, you know, he hit four out of four in nine seconds and blew away everyone. So, you know, bottom line is they need to do something to make their product better. And when it comes to these games, they tried their hardest um, to make this entertaining Last night, the skills competition, whatever they want to call it, and it was awful. We had Matthew Kachuk in in beach apparel trying to score on Roberto Luongo, who had a noodle in his hand. Then we had David Pasternak dressed up like Happy Gilmore. Then you had dunk tanks. You had chips and pucks, guys on golf courses trying to, you know, uh, go after a par four with a puck. (laughs) 
and a hockey stick, and then you had Mitch Marner running around with Miami Vice out. Yeah, come on. Is is it is that what's happening here? Is that what you have to do to try to? I thought it was terrible, to be honest. Just terrible. I could. I watched it because I thought I had to watch it. Uh, the game itself today will be better because it's a game, even though that still lacks a lot of things. But the NHL has got issues, as does the NFL, which has completely radically changed their Pro Bowl. I know the game doesn't matter. They try to make it now. We got dodgeball, flag football, all these other things. And listen. I understand why the leagues do it. You have to understand that. Number one, they do it because they have corporate sponsors who like to be entertained. They have corporate sponsors who want to go to a place where they have up-close and personal relationships with players. There is no better way to do that than at these sites where there's no pressure on players or no games to be had. It's just, it's just like a big hobnob of social activity. I get it. But it's not doing anything on television. It's going backwards, and it's hurting overall everything. I now have come to the conclusion of both the MLB All-Star Game with its home run derby the night before and the NBA with its skills competition, the slam dunk in the game, is better than these two. What do you think at 412-928-9370? As far as viewership being down 22%, they got a, they got a problem. They really do. ESPN is not doing it. If you watch your Sports Center product, you very seldom get anything on hockey. It is completely dominated by the NBA and the NFL, but specifically this time of year, the NBA, you'll get very little hockey stuff. And if you're going to make a deal, then it's up to Gary Bettman to get some more guarantees in that deal. I think they have fallen flat on their face. The other interesting development, speaking of Pro Bowl, was that Tyler Huntley gets in. Tyler Huntley should not be in the Pro Bowl. And if you can no longer get players to agree to play, like Josh Allen is playing in Pebble Beach, that's his choice. He doesn't want to play in a Pro Bowl. I get it. He doesn't want to be there for dodgeball. He'd rather play golf. That's what he likes. He's, he's playing very well, as a matter of fact, uh, with his program partner uh, at Pebble Beach. And Tyler Huntley gets in. Like, honestly, Mitch Trubisky had better numbers than Tyler Huntley. If you're going to make a choice, take him. You know? Um, he had two touchdowns. That's it. Passing three interceptions. I'm nothing against Tyler Huntley. I hope he got a clause, but his agent may not have realized that and never given him one. He may His agent may have thought, you're never getting to the Pro Bowl, so therefore we're not putting that in your contract. But I hope he gets I hope he gets some money for that. But anyway, we used to, uh, Joel, this is how it used to be. I remember, now I've been in this business for 40 years, so just remember and deal with what I'm about to say. Going back, the Pro Bowl was one of the metrics we used to decide if a player is worthy of of getting enshrined into the Hall of Fame. Oh, he's an 11-time Pro Bowler. Oh, Tom Brady's a 15-time Pro Bowler. What does that really mean right now? If people, and again, all due respect to him, I'm not trying to pick on Tyler Huntley, but if he gets in it, have we gotten to the point where it doesn't matter anymore? And why so. should that be a a, a a thing we point to as far as a career um, honor? That you've been in the Pro Bowl. Okay, good. Not to me anymore. I'd rather go with the all-pro voting. By players, it's that it's that time of year now. All pro, that's the one you got to look for. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, I'm sorry, it just doesn't do much for me. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. We like to talk about those things. The other thing that happened this week is we saw a trade. Essentially, Sean Payton traded to the Denver Broncos for a first and second round pick. So my question to you out there, if you're traveling around and you want to call or tweet, whatever, uh, would you ever trade draft picks for a coach? I wouldn't. Never. To me, there's no coach worth a draft pick. Sorry. This is about players getting players. Denver's going to have no players after a while. They're going to have Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. That's it. Nobody else because they have no draft picks. They've traded a ton. 
to get Russell Wilson. They traded two picks, first and second, to get Sean Payton. Is Sean Payton worth it? Really? Any coach for that matter. I wouldn't trade picks for coaches. Just me. And then we have, you know, this season now winding up is going to be the free agency and the, you know, contract restructuring season before we get to the draft. And obviously the Steelers are going to have more money to spend because the salary cap number went up. So that's good for all teams involved, except that when you have players who are looking for raises and you have to make decisions, that means salaries are going to go up too. And for the Steelers, the number one issue to me would be Alex Highsmith, more than anyone. I know they have guys on expiring contracts. He still has one year left, but this is the time to strike if you want to sign Alex Highsmith. He's only 25. He's coming off a tremendous season, and and you're speaking of a Pro Bowl. He did not get a Pro Bowl nod. 14 and a half sacks. I think that's top 10, top 5 in the NFL. He led the league in forced fumbles. He did not get Pro Bowl. Now, come on. That's insane. Anyway, he's going to get money. And the question is, how much money does he get? How much money is he worth? Knowing that you're occupying a large chunk of your money with T.J. Watt. If you remember Bud Dupree, the Steelers, and although Bud Dupree did not develop the way Alex Highsmith has developed. It took Bud Dupree a long time. And and so they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Thus, they had to make a decision. uh, And they ended up not doing it. He goes to Tennessee. And his numbers, ever since he signed a big contract with Tennessee, are not that good, quite honestly. So what do you do with Alex Highsmith? And more specifically, what is he worth? You know, I mean, if you look at numbers and look at some of the spot track things that they have out there, you would say 15 to 20 million a year is the range for one of those kind of guys. T.J. Watt makes more, but he's T.J. Watt. How much is Alex Highsmith worth? He is worth that, and they have to figure out what they're going to do with him, not to mention the guys on expiring deals. How much would you want to bring back, you know, Cam Sutton? I like Cam Sutton a lot. I want to bring him back if it's up to me. Uh, I think he's proven that. He plays on just about every down. He's a, he's a reliable player. How about Joby? Would you want to bring him back? If so, how much? You know, all these questions are important as the Steelers, Nomar Khan, and Andy Wido get on with this part of it, and then they have to also, you know, consider what's available in the draft for them. And the good thing about the Steelers, picking 17th, they're going to get a good pick. I think they go offensive line. I'm gonna, I've been saying that since the end of the year, and I'm not going to change. Uh, and then at 32, who knows? But in 32, you're going to get a whole day. You wait till the next day. You get 24 hours to reset yourself and try to figure out what's available to you. And my final question I want to ask you guys, well, I do want to get into pit basketball, which we'll do a little bit later because they, they're on a roll and they should get some time here. Um, also pit wrestling, give it up to them. They beat North Carolina tonight, number one in the ACC, and Penn State wrestling, which is the elite program in the entire country, um, K.L. Sanderson and his people up there, they got a machine. They keep rolling along. They beat Ohio State. But I wanted to talk about what you would do if you're Ron Hextall. The Penguins are approaching the March 3rd trade deadline, and I don't know what they should do or could do, to be honest. What they hope would happen is that Kasperi Kapanen would turn out to be a 25-goal scorer. What they hope would happen is that players who they expect to sign and deliver have not signed and delivered. Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter is not playing well enough to have a spot on the team, quite frankly. Uh, he wins face out. you got to score, you know. And I like Jeff Carter in his game. But, it, you know, they, they committed to these guys, and now they're kind of stuck with what they have. So what do you do if you're them? And if you need something, how do you go about getting it? 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Let me know what you think. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We are brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC, make today the day and check out their virtual wallet app. It's tremendous. Also brought to you by Number One Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Talking a lot about the all-star weekends of both the NFL and the NHL. And to me, it's not worth watching. I did watch it because that's what I do just to make sure I'm, you know, going to talk about it. I better watch it. But I tell, it was like pulling teeth last night, seriously. It took forever. Too much separation of uh, skill competitions. They, You know, it made you wait. I understand why they do it. They're trying to tease you into waiting. But my goodness. Uh, too much clowning around from the NHL, in my point of view. That and the NFL has turned into dodgeball and um, flag football. At what point does it not matter anymore? Again, I said earlier, the component that the NFL and the NHL love is the fact they get corporate sponsors together and they give them something to go down there and you know get to know players, see them in a totally different light. I get all that. But from a television point of view, it doesn't help your product. At least it doesn't for me. Let's go to Vince and Bell Vernon, who's our first caller of this segment. Hey, Vince, how are you? Hey, Boston. Okay, how are you? Good, thanks. What's up, man? Hey, I agree with you. That that morning, uh, my Oh, Vince, man, your phone is. You got to try it back. Yeah, I think you were talking about the Vince uh, or the Mitch Martyr situation again. That's when, it. Okay, you're on. Good. I mean, I, what what is it turned into? Matthew Kachuk, you know, dressed in beach gear where you got Roberto Luongo with a with one of those noodles you see in a swimming pool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I, but anyways, Bob, I, I had two questions actually about the Steelers there, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah, go right ahead. Um, first one here is, 
Why do you think there was such a fall-off in Deontay Johnson's performance going from the last year with Ben? You know, he was, you know, you know really good yards uh, performance-wise with Ben Roethlisberger, but then with Kenny Pickett, it just didn't, you know, obviously, you know, his performance was terrible to, to some degree. So that's my first question. And then my second one is, do you think uh, Mike Tomlin didn't make much changes because he thinks in the back of his head that he might have won and, at least two more games with Kenny Pickett on in as quarterback as opposed to Mitch Trubisky. So uh, maybe make the playoffs if Kenny Pickett starts. Well, well, I'll start there, Vince. I think if you look back, I think they, you know, again, the way this is structured, you have free agent season. They went out and signed a quarterback, not thinking Kenny Pickett would be available to them where they picked a 20th. So they had to go come up with something, and they, they chose Mitch Trubisky, which was fine. Uh, and then all of a sudden, and they got bottled into what they were doing. They felt once Kenny Pickett became available, Mike Tomlin loved Kenny Pickett, and he chose him. He was the guy that they wanted and fell to him unexpectedly, I think. And so they had now all of a sudden three quarterbacks, and in deference to Trubisky signing with the veteran experience, I honestly believe they felt he was the better choice. And they ne- But where they messed up was not giving Kenny Pickett any time early in the uh, whether that's the preseason, he played in some game situation, but maybe more repetition, whatever. Uh, but I think that's how it worked out, and that's what they thought would be best for them, have a veteran quarterback, rely on what you saw at the end of the season is what I thought they were thinking at the beginning of the season. A good run game, a quarterback making smart decisions, a defense that could dominate, and that's what you would win with. Uh, and then four games into it, he changed. So uh, could you argue that th- those two losses at home could have been prevented? I don't know. Uh, if Kenny Pickett, you know, early on he had his struggles as well, but it's mostly because he didn't have enough experience. So to me, that's all a wash. As far as Deontay Johnson, I'm first of all, he had 86 catches. That's not a bad number. But the problem is the nut, the drops were alarming, especially after he worked so hard to avoid the drops and not getting in the end zone. I don't know if that's him so much as it is uh, quarterbacks not looking to him, looking to others. But they, they obviously didn't get their money's worth. And Deontay Johnson, a lot of people want to trade him. I don't know that you can trade him in terms of getting – what would you get for Deontay Johnson right now, knowing you got to pay him $18 million a year? So I just think it was a case of him. The dropsies hurt him. I think the trust potentially, even though those quarterbacks won't tell you that, I think it was a little bit compromised. Yeah, I just remember that Ben would always go to Deontay Johnson even after he drops, you know, a, a, a big one. And I think that Ben going to him so often might have made, might have bolstered his numbers a little bit. Uh, whenever you know it was the last year with Ben, and then I, I kind of noticed that, you know, such a such a fall off uh, yards wise and especially touchdowns wise from from Deontay. Uh, the other from, the other thing, ben. Vince, I thought too is the fact that this this play calling scheme needs to incorporate more slants over the middle of the field they, they ignored two, and I think Deontay Johnson could be a value that way you get him going and put the ball on the money which Pickett can do and you get him opportunities to show off the speed that he has there were hardly any of those kind of situations most of the c- completions that he had were on the outside just like George Pickens they ignored the middle of the field too much yeah you're probably right well thank you Bob thanks for taking my call all right Vince you have a good day out there in Bell Vernon let's go out to Ron who's in the car on this sunny winter day in Pittsburgh what's up Ron Hey Bob, good to talk to you again. You too. Hey, you uh, when you opened up and you was talking about ESPN and the hockey thing, that, that that just struck a nerve with me too because I, you know, I see that in, in that too. And, and the beef that I have with ESPN is uh, they advertise 
on their ESPN Plus. The Power Play Plus now comes with your ESPN uh, subscription. And follow your favorite team, all home or on the road, and local broadcasts included. I turn it on, the Penguin game is blacked out 100% of the time. Right. Blackouts are a big problem with them. They promise one thing and don't deliver. Why would they say the local broadcaster included when it's not true? I don't know why they say it, but it's not true. When you buy the (laughs) MLB package, it says territorial restrictions apply. So I know apply. So I'm not I'm not getting uh, the pirate games, which would be the only reason why I would subscribe to it. Right, and because they very seldom televise it on regular TV, you know, you can't turn on ESPN. Uh, like, look, I, I'm sorry, I I didn't like this deal from the beginning. I still don't. I like it less. I thought they should have stuck with somebody else. Uh, I know that uh, their original broadcast home they went under, but there there are other options there. Going to ESPN sounds good, except that they do not deliver hockey content hardly at all, and. I'm talking about regular television stuff. If you want to dig for it on, on streaming services and whatever, you'll find it eventually. But hey, You know what? I have, I have an Android TV box, too, along with that. Every time I, if I want to watch a Penguin game like they're saying New Jersey or something, they're playing at Devils, you know, I ask Siri what broadcast network the Devils are on. I can go on the Android TV box and find the game. But I can't find the Peng- AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, I get it. And it's frustrating as somebody who's trying to watch a game and you have to go through a bunch of hoops to try to do it. So yeah, anyway, things I, would help out a lot. Things would help out a lot if they would let AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh subscribers on the streaming service pay for the app. I'd be willing to do that. Everything's about paying today. And if you look at your, if you have cable, you know the costs have gotten tremendously higher yeah. than ever before. There are ways uh, to circumvent that if you want. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You can go in that direction and get it. But there's always going to be something that costs you money. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Uh, Penguins are going to be back in action against Colorado coming up. And that leads me to another point. When I look at Colorado, and, and this is maybe, if you want to criticize Ron Hextall, like they made the choice to bring back the big three. Okay. The big three have not been the problem. The big three are pretty good. They're still pretty good. It's the supporting cast that has failed them. And when you look at what they did, Jeff Carter, they brought back, signed him again. They let Brandon Tanev go. They could have protected him. I always liked Brandon Tanev. I thought he was a really good player, and he fit the profile of what a fourth liner should be. Then they you know, don't deal with Jarrett McCann. You can say what you want about him, but he's a younger player who I thought had some upside. And I think at last check, he still leads the NHL in shooting percentage in favor of others like Kapanen. Carter, they let Evan Rodriguez go. And you can tell me you don't like him. There was a reason the Penguins kept bringing him back, and Jim Rutherford specifically brought him back twice, you know, acquired him, then brought him back again. Colorado, because of injuries, have put him on their top line with Nathan McKinnon. And boy, he's been really good at that. And Nathan McKinnon and Evan Rodriguez will be here on Tuesday night for the first game back for the Penguins. So the Penguins are in that situation. That's why I want to raise this question. What do you do if you're Ron Hextall? What can you do? What realistically makes sense? Here's what you'd like to see. You'd like to see them go down into their Wilkesbury scranton roster and bring up a couple of guys who can come here and actually make a difference. And therein lies a problem. Because, number one, they need to play. John Gruden came up here a couple of times. He got two minutes, three minutes, two minutes. 
you can't really do much in that. Drew O'Connor's starting to play more, and he's starting to show you why he should play more. They need an injection of youth from the bottom six. I think it hurts to have Josh Archibald out. He he gave an energy level that, that nobody else was really measuring up to, and I like that in him. They need him, but, but they need – they need Carter to play better. They need Kapanen to play better. They need Teddy Bluger. What happened to Teddy Bluger? He's turned into somebody I don't recognize. He should be better than that. He is better than that. Um, they need those guys to contribute. So the problem, at least this year, is not with the top three guys who they brought back. Fine. They made that choice. It's how you orchestrated your team around him. They gave a lot of money to um, Jeff Petrie. And I like Jeff Petrie, but $6 million a year, that's a lot. They gave a lot of money to Kapanen, $3 million plus. Why? They gave a lot of money to, who am I missing here, Joel? Jan Ruda. And he's a good player. I like him. Don't get me wrong. But they spent a lot of money, and they put themselves into a salary cap situation that is, at this point, going to hurt them at the trade deadline. I don't know what, you know, the one guy who can command something is Jason Zucker, but he's playing the best hockey of his Penguin career, so I don't want to move him. What do you do? And there are teams around them that are playing really good hockey, Buffalo Sabres included, although they lost the other night to Carolina at home. Carolina's just on a binge right now. And last night it was um, Svechnikov who won the fastest skater competition. Uh, that They got a lot of good players in Carolina. This could be their year. We'll see. But the Penguins need to get in first and foremost. Tristan Jari needs to be back, needs to be healthy, needs to be playing the way he can. And if he doesn't, what now? What do you do with him? He's due for a contract. So they have a lot of questions. It's not easy being a general manager in sports. People think it is. It's really not. It's a tough job. you got to make decisions, and those decisions can sometimes lead you in an area that you don't want to be. And I think Ron Hextall's in that area right now. 412-928-9370. Call with your opinions. We will take more calls when we come back here. And coming up today, by the way, from 1 to 5, it's Folsey for four hours. Folsey for four is going to be the hashtag. Matt Cole in the hot seat here for four hours on the radio. So join him. In the meantime, join me, 412-928-9370. Again, a big thank you to PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC Bank. Also, number one, Cochrane. Why would you shop anywhere else? Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. We're coming back with more right here. It's the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling along right here, Sports Radio 93.7. The fan join us for the number one Cochran Sports Showdown each and every Sunday night. 11.35 is the time for that program. And tomorrow, Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette will be one of my panelists, along with Will Graves of the Associated Press. And who am I forgetting? There's a third one, and I'm, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Uh, we'll be there tomorrow night at 11.35. <laughs> For the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown. Always a lot to talk about. And a lot of the topics we talk today will be on the topic uh, agenda tomorrow. Uh, Kurt Imick, K-I-R-T-I-M-C, on Twitter, hits me up about hockey, ESPN, and the such. He says, I have only found the pens on FUBU. Anyone have any luck? Well, see, that that's one of the reasons why there's so many options here and so many things that you get tangled up in. 
Harold Cash on Twitter hits me up and says, if hockey lifted all blackouts, they would fix their streaming problem immediately. Blackout, uh, blackouts are prehistoric. Also, the local broadcast disclaimer is just that you get local broadcast home and away. It has nothing to do with regional blackout restrictions. There's, see, my point, though, is there's too many of these kind of, um, you know, things, disclaimers that you have to deal with left and right to try to figure out what to watch or making it harder and harder to watch. And again, when you're trying to promote a sport that is a niche sport and a regional sport, you got to do a better job of it. That's That was my only take with this stuff. You can't just have all these things happening. And so the people don't see the product, get tired of it. And then the product itself needs – honestly, we have this discussion all the time, Joel. And I, I'm not at all here condoning violence. <laughs> what I am saying that hockey, they need more physicality in, in their game, I think. The problem is now without – you know, if you're going to fight, you're going to get in the box for five minutes. Uh, you don't see much of that anymore. Players feel like they can get away with things, that, whereas in in the past they never did because they knew there'd be some sort of payback. Uh, there's less and, that, less and less of that today. And, again, you can survey people and you'll find the answer. Would you like to see more physicality, more fighting in hockey? The answer will be overwhelmingly yes. Uh, it is a beautiful sport when played well. It needs – to do something more with its television. I, I, it's hard to do it. It's hard to make it more up close and personal, you know, when it comes to television broadcasts. You know, when you're live, you can't afford to miss what's going on, so it's a higher-end camera, and it makes it very difficult to get engaged with it. When you see some of the melt hits that you have, which are the close ISOs, the super slow, you can appreciate things much more than you would in regular speed, I think. That's a problem that's been there for a long time. But, um, you know, there's nothing... To me, I know some people don't like this. Connor McDavid does, and I like it that he said it. He thinks three-on-three is terrific, which I do too. And it should be extended to 10 minutes and try to do away with shootouts. I totally agree with that. I want to see less shootouts. I want to see more three-on-three. And you have to figure out how to do it. Some purists will say four-on-four is better than three-on-three. Not so much. I want to see craziness. I want to see up and down at that point, and let's see what we have. Only for the regular season, however. Nothing beyond that. Let's go to Rob in O'Hara Township. Rob, thank you for joining us here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. What's up? Good morning, Bob. I wanted to share my thoughts on how I think the Steelers need to get out of this 500 rut that they're in. You have to strike when the iron's hot, and I think the iron's hot right now to trade Mike Tomlin for draft picks. What he did with this quarterback debacle this year, I don't care which of the three quarterbacks you support it, he didn't do any of them justice. Um, Rob, let let me ask you this, though. Uh, He was the man, more than anyone, I believe, who chose Kenny Pickett. There were others in there who wanted to go in a different direction. Do you give him all credit for that? No, I don't. I think that was uh, the biggest mistake, especially the way he – well, it's pretty clear. How about if he's he your How about if he's your franchise quarterback moving forward? And you got him in the twentieth pick when six other teams passed on him, and now are still scratching their heads looking to fight. How about if he turns out to be that guy? He, he's not, Bob. I mean, I, you I don't, don't like Kenny Pickett. I do not, and I'll tell you the reason why. As I said months and months and months ago, he's a dink and dunker. He's nope. a, he's a no, he's uh, not. Uh, well, that's my opinion. He, he's, a, he's a game manager. He doesn't have the arm strength that the other quarterbacks in the league do. But, but, but when you put – assuming you go with uh, Pickett, you don't bring him in in the middle of a game when he hasn't had first-team reps. If he was going to go with Pickett, 
He should have waited till after the bye. I agree. Started him right I agree with this season. take. Yes. I would have done uh, it that way. Now, now, you, now when you look at how their quarterback room looks this coming year, you, you got Rudolph. He's gone. They'll get nothing for him. Okay. Then you're going to have a disgruntled Trubisky who may have been okay in Buffalo backing up a Josh Allen. He's not going to be okay backing up Pickett when Pickett only had a QBR of 76. Pickett was a raw rookie, though, Rob. I think you got to give him a little bit of credit for how he handled and developed his game moving forward. There's a drastic difference with what you saw when he first came in to where he was at the end. And talking to guys like Pat Fryermuth, they love what they saw from him. Talking to guys on the defense. What are they supposed to say? He's the guy that Well, no, I I don't think they would tell you that, you know, they wouldn't say anything if they didn't have to. Um, well, they were asked honestly about, and have, I think you're going to see a, a big step up. At least you should expect a big step up in year number two, even with this current offensive coordinator who should expand the playbook accordingly. And that's, they better do that. That's another reason why we should trade Tomlin. What the way he, he has no coaching tree. He brought in an offensive coordinator that virtually had no NFL. Well, that's a totally trade. different subject, and I will agree with that. You look at uh, you know guys like Kyle Shanahan talking about coaching trees, if that's what you're fixated on. There are my, many more people. I get that. But I also think well, we're, they're we're, gonna, we're, we're going to judge it based on what we see this year. So they've made the decision it, to bring Matt Canada back. Let's just see how it plays out before everyone just runs crazy every, every show here through the next six months. I mean, you just got to see what happens at this point. And I think they're young enough offense. If they add to it, they can take a big step forward. What that leads if, them to, I'm not sure. They, That's a tough division. If they would have actually, if Pickett would have actually beat out Rudolph or Trubisky, maybe one of them would have been okay backing them up. But they're not going to. They Mitch have to, Trubisky is signed here. If he's here, he's going to be the backup. And I think it's well, it's money well spent because no matter who you get in that role, you're going to have to spend five to $8 million dollars uh, to provide a quality backup. If it's not Mitch Trubisky, but again, he's signed. He can't necessarily do anything other than show up and go to work. And I think he and Kenny Pickett have a very good relationship. So I don't think it's as bad as you say. Mason will get a job well, somewhere. He should. Here's the thing. They're going to at least have to draft one quarterback, which they should draft one high. And that being said, uh, like I said before, Trubisky's not going to be a willing backup. He's going to force his way off the team just like so many other Steelers have had when they've been disgruntled or whip away, Mike Tomlin has handled this team. We we need to change the culture of our team. It's it's in total. I don't think the culture is a problem at all. I don't. I and thanks Rob for the call. I, I hear what you're saying about the bye week. I agree with that. That's when I would have made a change and give Kenny Pickett some time to you know to j- jump in instead of right in the middle of a game, and, and it wasn't good for the first few games because of it. Um, but as far as – I'm not a big fan of trading coaches for draft picks. I value draft picks too much. I think draft picks are more important than coaches, in my view, if you get the right draft picks. You know, what is Sean Payton – you know, these coaches – I mean, you can have a good resume. You bring culture. That's what you're supposed to bring, culture. You're supposed to deal with players. You're supposed to get guys to buy into what you're doing. And I think generally guys like Payton do that. I think Mike Tomlin does that. I think uh, McCarthy does that. You know, people want to crap on him all the time. You know, you can say what you want. There are a lot of things player-wise that I would be more concerned with if I was the Dallas Cowboys. They had a pretty good year, but they also had some problems moving forward with, you know, the star players who are supposed to make it. To me, it's still a player-driven league. Your your players are more important than your head coach, in my view. And that's always the way it's going to be, regardless of what you're talking about here. If you have the right talent, 
sure, your job is to make sure that talent is taken to a level that can be productive, and your job as a coach is to do that. But I think players, I'm not going to give up two picks for Sean Payton. I'm just not doing it. Denver doesn't have any picks to give up anyway. I'm going to be anxious to see how the next three years play out for them at 412-928-9370. The other interesting topic is Taylor Luan, who went on his little podcast this week and ripped into, actually, he asked for forgiveness from T.J. Watt. After he spit on his face, he kicked him in the private areas, you know, all the stuff that goes in it. Now, Taylor Lewan saying, hey, uh, I could be teammates with you if you want me here because he expects to be cut, which he likely will. He's still a good player. What, do you like him at tackle? I mean, the guy, his former number one, he's coming off back-to-back ACL surgeries, though. And I, again, when you're in your 30s with back-to-back ACL surgeries, you limit, to me, your price. He's still going to want 8 to 10 to $12 million a year, Joel. Would you pay that for Taylor Lewan at left tackle? Probably not, given the combination of age and knee injuries, like you mentioned, he'd be a really good backup. He'd be one of the best backup offensive well, I'm not paying that much money for a backup. For that. I would much rather them draft somebody in the first round, second round, whatever they're going to do, and make it a good player who can come in. Uh, their offensive line got better. They all stayed together, but they need better star power on it. And those guys who are currently there can be backups and good backups. That's the way I would look at that. I'm not going to throw – 12 million of that guy just because I don't know what he's capable of producing with with what he's done uh if he were healthy yeah but it would be cost prohibitive uh but he's a very good player there's no doubt about that former number one pick anyway 412-928-9370 we'll talk more about this I want to get into Pitt and uh their situation taking on Louisville they got some easier games coming up but beware some of those can be not what you think um, Pitt right now is on top of the ACC, right near the top, if not at the top. Eight and three coming off a big win against North Carolina. We'll get into that. We'll also talk about Tom Brady is retired. What will Tom Brady be like in the broadcast booth? And who is your favorite color analyst in NFL? I'll tell you who mine is, and you won't agree with it, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It's coming up on the next hour. It's the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.